Welcome to the official Guns Up Nation fan page podcast, the premier voice for the fearless fans of Raiderland and proud supporter of Texas Tech University. Let's meet today's hosts. What the heck is going on? This is another episode of Guns Up Nation, and I'm joined by, by a couple of Scrappy young fellas, what's going on, Keith? Ryan, guys, I've uh, this is Steve. How y'all doing tonight? This is Steve. Ryan's Steve. not on. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. I'm a moron. I'm a moron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought Ryan was on. Ryan's Ryan is uh, we don't know, he's disappeared. We have no idea yeah. where he is. So, you know what? He's all over we, Facebook, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> is it well, you know what, right Steve? Now? Steve, we're gonna raise your pay. Right for that. Uh, I, I think so. We should. I think yes, it's necessary. <laughs> well, hey, how, how are y'all doing? Y'all doing good? Yeah, doing it's good, been, man. Yeah, I tell you what, you got to come off a high of a great home win. So I'm, oh, I'm happy man. as a lark. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yes. Tell you yeah. what, I, I think all of Raider Nation needed that, but the coaches and players more than anyone. Totally. That defense was fantastic. And congratulations to, uh, to our players of the week in the Big 12. Um, yeah. Golly. All three. Swept it. Yeah. 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 Pretty awesome, man. And uh yeah, we're 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 proud of those guys and, and the whole football team for really stepping it up. So way, way to go, way to go, way to go. Amen. You know, I, I said on Twitter today that, you know, tech football's had some good personnel, you no know, coaching the kids over the years, and they brought a lot of good stuff to the table. But uh they released a video today about, you know, Build on your passion and your energy, but keep building. And that's a script that coaches at Tech like to talk about, but you don't really see signs of it. And Saturday, I don't ever remember seeing the defensive line just live in OSU's backfield like oh, our D line totally. did on Saturday. They did a good job. Yeah, they really kept, did. Kept that quarterback running. They sure did. We'll take it. Let's hope. Let's hope this continues. Amen. Amen. What uh, what games we got this week? Nice segue. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, so let's <laughs> let's talk about week six. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so wow. first of all, as we look back at uh, last week's uh, results, it was easily disappointing. The worst week that we've all we've all had. So so as a group, the forty five players in the pick five challenge, we only picked thirty seven percent of the games right. Woof. So oh lord, it it, it is hilarious how much uh, out of one hundred eighty possible games picked, we picked eighty four correct. So uh, <laughs> oh man. So what you're saying is, Steve, what you're saying is, if anybody comes looking to us to try to make a lot of money on a football bet. We need to tell them not just no, but hell no, right? It's definitely it's definitely not smart money, that's for sure. So, uh, I mean, if you got all the money in the world, you just want to flush it down the toilet, then listen to us and place the bets. Yes, but, yeah. Uh, otherwise, you know, please, please hold that wallet well, tight. All, all like all the in. Joker and Batman, man, just burn all the money. That's right. Sometimes yeah. you just got to let the money burn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, it was bad. So as we look at uh, how the host did last week um, – uh, <laughs> it, it, was, it was pretty hilarious. So first of all, Steve Garcia went 0-5 for the second time this season, which is hilarious. Wow. And then uh, 
Keith and Ryan, uh, both of y'all did uh, went three and two. I'll and take then it, John. Man. You, you and I went two and three. So, uh, okay. Congratulations to our to our top two from last week. Uh, my wife Robin was actually uh, in first place, tied with uh, Tim Stewart. Nice. Both at four and one, and uh, I I have to believe that my coaching and, and and guidance on her picks is what made the difference. But she picked the colors. It, you know, <laughs> if if you watched. Us, us do this together. It's it's great. It's great to see, and and she has no clue, but I love that she wants to play. And that's awesome that you know, she does. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, uh, but and then she season, beats all of us. Go figure. Right? Yeah, yeah. Go figure. She even she's even beating me for the season as well. But <laughs> uh, um, and and actually all of us. Matter of fact, that's really but, funny. But uh, anywho, as we look at the season, uh, Brent Clark's hanging on to first place Way with a go, two Brent. game lead. See over, his his uh, stalling on the picks worked out, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how that works out for him, but uh, and we got a three-way tie at second place between my dad, uh, James Wallen, and Ryan Butler. So, uh, Good job, guys. Ryan's sneaking back up there, so uh, watch out for that guy. He's the silent killer. He is. I, I've got Still, a cape I call it Captain Mediocrity. I mean, <laughs> every yeah. week I'm three and two or two and three all the way around. It's crazy. Yep. Watch yeah, this week. I'm going to go zero and, oh and five. I guarantee it just from saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I tell you, you almost feel like you have to try to go zero and five, but you know, some people are really good at it. <laughs> Speaking of zero and five, we had uh, golly, it was we had several go zero and five. Uh, so uh, Daryl Doyle, Jaffo, Jim, John Golden, and Steve Garcia, all at zero uh, and five last week. So. Wow. Uh, yeah, it, it was tough. I never thought these games were going to be that tough, but it sure did wipe everybody up. Well, and at least one of them was five and zero the week before. So you know, just any any given week, you never know. Yeah. So yeah, crazy. So y'all ready to hear the uh, games for week seven of the Big Five Challenge? Well, yes, we you are. know, I, I need some redemption. This, this better be a five and zero. I'm gonna be. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, it, it would benefit us all to have a good week for sure. <laughs> So, uh, so the first game is a Division Two game, and gosh, I wish Ryan Butler was on with us because it is Drake at Butler University. Oh my! So, oh, wow! Uh, and, and those of you that that know Ryan, he walks around with a Butler University hat because it matches his last name. <laughs> and uh, so we'll see if that affects his ability to pick constructively, or that's true. He's going to be Homer for his last name. It'll be interesting to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Then we're going to jump over to the, the American Athletic Conference, uh, Memphis at Temple. Okay. Then we, then we got some big games up next. Uh, out of the Big Ten, number 12, Penn State at number 14, Iowa. Oh, my. And and it's the third time we've had Iowa on this. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, the, the matchup was too good to pass up. Yeah, you can't miss that one. Yeah. yeah. Out of the Big 12, the Red River rivalry. Uh, okay. The number six, Oklahoma versus number 11, Texas. Of course, that's at... The Cotton Bowl Stadium in Dallas. Okay, good, good, good. And yep. then final game uh, out of the SEC, number ten Florida at number five LSU. Oh man! So bar, bar, that should be a, that should be a great game right there. These so. are some good picks, bro. Nice job. Yeah. So so uh, once again, none of them clear to be appear to be clear front runners. So uh, oh. let's go and start with uh, you, Keith, at the Division Two game, Drake at Butler. Man, you know. Butler's only won one game this year, so I'm—I I just really don't see that they're going to win this game. 
They the only game that they won was against uh, it, Indiana Indiana Wesleyan, and it was a it just like in overtime. So um, I'm going to go ahead and pick um, Drake for this one. Okay, I think that's a smart pick, and I'm going to follow your lead on that one. I can't wait to see what Ryan picks. Uh, John, who do you have? <laughs> I, I, I'm going with Drake myself. Usually, when a team wins one game, they're due, you know, for a W. But I mean, we're in October. Like, like if you're if you're that bad and you only got one W, you're you're probably not going to turn it around. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we'll go with Drake. Okay, I like cool. it. Cool. So um, I'll lead off with the uh, next one. Um, uh, Memphis at Temple. Now, I'll be honest with you, I've researched very little about this game. I try not to research since I'm the person that picks the games. But um, I know Memphis is having a good year, and um, I'm going to take Memphis to uh, win that one. Awesome. Okay. John, who do you have? Memphis has more of a background winning, although Matt Rule, uh, he went to Temple. And if you can win in Philadelphia for a couple of years, you – You've got some coats and ability, but ever since he left, Temple just hasn't been the same. Uh, I'm going to go with a school that, that's been there before. I'm going to pick Memphis. All right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Good pick. Keith, who do you have? I'll tell you, this is a this is a tricky one because, you know, Temple has already knocked off a top 25 team in uh, Maryland. And oh, so, um, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough to know because this is at Temple, isn't it? The only game that they've... Yes, yeah. you're, you're correct, yep. Okay, and yes. so, you know, even though Memphis is ranked and they're 5-0, and they have worse yards uh, allowed, 325 yards per game allowed versus 292 for Temple. Um, they played some good games, though. They played Navy and them and Mississippi Ole Miss, um, and they beat Ole Miss. Wow. Um, wow. Gosh. This is a tough one, dude. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go ahead and go with Memphis since they're undefeated. Alrighty. Good man. I was for sure, was for sure you're gonna say Temple right there. I was on the ropes, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, John, <laughs> you're gonna lead off with this big ten game here. Number twelve Penn State at number fourteen Iowa. You know, um um Todd Blackledge right, is going to that game, you know, to call it. I keep up with his Twitter. He's a big prominent at ABC ESPN announcer and just simply because I like what Blackledge stands for. Um, and frankly, you know, it, it'd be kind of nice to see a traditional power like Penn state kind of rise up through the ranks, you know, again, um, I'm going to go with Penn state winning this one. You know, there's really no other intangible to go with it. You know, with anything on the field. I just like to see them get a W um, and I'm going to ride a hopefully five and zero record this week on that. I'm changing up my, I'm changing up how I pick my games, folks. There I'm you go. Feeling. There <laughs> so, you go, for John. So, so Penn State, I, I got to get them. There you go. Awesome, awesome, Keith. Who do you have? I tell you what, I'm I'm questioning if I was upset about the Michigan loss. Um, you, you know, the problem with Penn State is they they really haven't played anybody yet. Um, they played Maryland and Buffalo and Purdue. Um, Iowa has played, you know, at least at least Michigan. Um, I'm going to pick Iowa at home. Wow. Good to you. Why not? Wow. Not as well. Rungi proud. That's for you, Rungi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, if Rungi's listening, I gave him back his point for a couple weeks ago. There you go. So. 
<laughs> All righty. So, uh, in, in my eyes, Penn State uh, is, is one of the best teams that no one's talking about right now. And, um, you know, any other team I think that's getting the same amount of attention as LSU. And uh, we'll talk about them here in a little bit. I just think uh, Penn State is too good. They got a great quarterback. That offense is, is fired up, and uh, they're playing great defense as well. So, I'm going to take Penn State to go on the road and beat Iowa. There you go. All right. I had to do Keep something all. different. Why not? Right. Well, you're you're either you're either going towards five and zero, oh, or me and John are. That's true. Each other. <laughs> all right, Keith. So you'll uh, lead off the Big Twelve game, uh, number six Oklahoma versus number eleven Texas. I think Jalen Hurt is just on a mission to get back to the championship. I I I think he's going to put holes all over uh, Texas's defense. And so, no, I, I think there's no question Oklahoma's going to win this one. Okay. Yeah, you know, this, this is one of those games that you, you wish that no one could win. Right. And uh, because, you <laughs> yeah. know, there's, there's hatred either way, even though uh, John picked Oklahoma to win the national championship. And, That's right. Uh, you did. And, um, but I agree. Jalen Hurd's on a mission. Gosh, you know, that defense is pretty darn stout. And, um, you know, there's going to be two very athletic teams facing off against each other. I just think the the, the factor is, um, biggest factor is who is the better quarterback, and without a doubt is Jalen Hurd, and so I'm going to take OU to win that game as well. Okay. John, who do you have? You know, and, and I'm not going to back away from, from that OU pick for a title. Like, I – the – the mule shoe product, right, at head coach of the University of Oklahoma is going to get his national championship one way or another. Uh, I put on Twitter on Saturday that uh, after Tech was disposing of Oklahoma State, I, I said, folks, I said, Oklahoma's going to expose practically everybody, right? And you could give a reasonable argument that Texas might be their closest opponent uh, this year. You know, on some years I would say that, but when your starting quarterback is is putting on Instagram that your offense is rat poison, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean he he's I echo your thoughts. You know, Hurts is he, he wants a national championship, or at least he wants a shot at Nick Saban again. Um, that they, they asked him today about the pressure of playing in the Red River Shootout, and the first thing out of Jalen Hurts' mouth is. Well, I played in the Iron Bowl in a national championship, so I think I'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he has no, no fear. He's got no, ice in no, his veins, man. Yeah, no filter at all. Right, so I, I, I kind of feel for Texas on this one. If this one isn't in double digits, I'll be surprised. Oh, yeah. use that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'll look forward to watching uh, Jalen Hurd with the Miami Dolphins next year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll probably end up there this at this pace. Yeah, he probably will. Yeah. So, uh, final game is out of the SEC, number 10, Florida, at number 5, LSU. And uh, I'll lead off with this one. Um, LSU is, is my pick for the national title, and um, I still feel really good about that. And, and I'm just thinking there's no way that Florida is going to go into Baton Rouge and um, beat LSU. So, I'm going to take LSU to win, big matter of fact, against Florida. John, who do you have? I, I'll echo that. I, I think LSU, I mean, Florida's Florida, but, I mean, you, you play in Baton Rouge, you know, day game or night game, you, you're you going to come out with some players on the injured reserve, right? and LSU's going to win this one. Maybe closer, closer than double digits, but but I think they'll still win. Okay. 
Sounds good. All right, Keith, you wrap it up. I expect to see Rungi there with a letter on his chest with beads around his neck. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, there you go. And and the fact that we haven't had a download in Louisiana speaks volumes, so he may not oh, be hearing gosh. this, right? Anyway, uh, it's the same tradition like our last podcast. We have a hard time in Louisiana. It's really funny. Anyway, yeah, LSU. LSU. Awesome. So with um, Keith, with the exception of you picking uh, Iowa, the three of us are almost all matched up. All right. So we're going to be in a limb. really doing good or 0-5. Oh <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna throw it in the towel next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good picks though, bud. Good so, picks you know, as always. Certainly, yeah. So thanks to everybody that that's been playing the season. Uh, week seven is uh, just coming ahead of us, and we are just almost to the halfway point of. Matter of fact, yeah, we are almost at the halfway point of uh, of the college football pick five challenge. So, uh, so. Uh, uh. Still got plenty of time to catch up the first place, but you know we can't let Brent Clark keep on going three That's and right. two or four and one. That's right. So. And keep in mind, again, we have an October kicker bonus that no one has participated in yet. If you all are not part of this challenge, we do have some swag that we're giving away. So if you want to join us, when we post our feed for this episode on Twitter, we're going to pin it to the top of our Twitter page. Put in the comments what your picks are for the games, and we are going to make sure we make notes of those things, and we're going to have a drawing for anybody and everybody who's participating, whether you're winning or not, to, to get some free swag. So please join us. This is for everybody to have fun with, including the ones that are already participating in the challenge. So there you go. Awesome. So awesome. Get some free stuff, guys. Yeah, man. Just for real. out there. Give, give, us, give us your five picks, and... And she's if uh, if you get five and zero, oh, then we'll probably have you on the show because we need we need we need help with how to do that. Boy, isn't that the truth? You may be our next <laughs> maybe our next guest picker. Who doesn't like free stuff? Yeah, I, I agree. I'm a big fan. Exactly. So. Yeah. So come on and join us. Are we going to talk a little Texas Tech at Baylor? Oh, I think we should, but I think we need to talk a little bit about last weekend too, and a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, let's do that. I tell you, what do you think, John? You know. Uh, boy, I could I, I could talk all day, no, no on stuff, but um, I'd have to go back in Twitter and find it. But there was a ten minute kind of response post game, you know, thing out of Oklahoma State, and hearing their guys talk about you know how bad they thought the loss was was something to behold because one of the announcers or broadcast, whatever you want to call them, right? You know, he, he said. Well, I just can't believe that OSU went to go play a Texas Tech team with a third-string quarterback. And, and, and I want to be like, well, hello, third-string quarterback was still Mr. Texas football, right? No, coming out of high school, though his senior year, right. this wasn't just some scrub no, that came off the bench. That, uh, this isn't a Jonathan Moxon in Varsity Blues. <laughs> no kind of thing like me. He, yeah. He's good. Yeah, He's good and he's talented. And, and so uh, lots can be said about this game. Um, but I thought Jet Duffy was head and shoulders better in a full game than he ever looked yeah. in some of the games he came into last year. I think so, too. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely the uh, Jet Duffy we were all hoping to see at Texas Tech. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, way overdue. I mean, you know, you look at uh, 424 yards passing, four touchdowns, you know, definitely deserve um, Offensive Player of the Week. And, you know, congratulations, Jet. I mean, that's – 
he was a difference maker on that one, and we needed that from him big yeah. time. Yeah. Amen. And I'm, I'm going to say this specifically to Jet. I am so impressed with the fact that even through being second, third string and the like, I've never heard you complain. I've never seen anything noise, negative noise. You have always been a team player. When you see the videos of the team, you're always up there in the front smiling and cheering and laughing and supporting the group. That speaks volumes to the character you're building within yourself. And I'm really happy to see you succeed. So I just want you to know that. Absolutely. Good man. You know, and I, I think it should be noted, too, that sometimes media uh, are, are a little bit snarky with that stuff because they'll sometimes go to a player and say, well, kind of like with the whole Jalen Hurts thing, you know, in Alabama. Right? Like they they would bring up the fact that he was second string, you know, they're just looking for a controversial oh, sure, statement. sure, sure, yeah. And our media, you know, for the most part, um, just based on everything that's been recorded live and what we've seen, uh, our media doesn't go there. Like, like they just stay focused on you know, the team. You know, what can the team do to get better? Uh, what can the coaches do to maybe change? You know, week to week. Um, but if there's been any, uh, you know, the national media likes to kind of get in on quarterback controversies. Mm-hmm. You simply hadn't seen that in Lubbock. Not out of Jet. Not out of Bowman. No, nice. last year. Not out of anybody. Yep. You're um, right. I agree. Jet's been real good. Uh, I think our media get a lot of flack, you know, sometimes for how they uh, just their own things that they report. But mm-hmm. handling the Jet situation, they've been first class. They have all the way around. I, I mean, you listen to the local media, some of the other podcasts, some of the other broadcasts. I even the Chris Level when he uh, interviews uh, Coach Wells in his in his uh, you know his weekly uh, Coach Wells show. I, I, yes. Uh, everybody's been real positive, supportive, understands that this is taking time to, to grow, and, and I think we're finally starting to see some fruits of the labor. Uh, you know, it, it's okay to be frustrated, and I said this last week. It's totally okay. We get it. We want to be winners. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you know, just give it, give this thing time. Give this program time to do what it needs to do. I think we had a really great impression from a ton of – uh, prospects that came out and looked at the game this week, um, which was yes. huge. You even got a commit, a verbal commit landed. That's a big time deal. So uh, I'm pretty excited about where this is going. Amen. So let's look Amen. forward to Baylor. Yeah. So I, that game's uh, in Waco, right? Yes. 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 Is that the first time we've ever played the toilet bowl? <laughs> I believe you're right. <laughs> yeah. McLean. Well, but you know, if if this will be if this game will be anything like basketball as far as attendance, um, I, I really think this will be kind of more of a neutral field um, than than Baylor. You know, kind of they that's what they've done. We tried to go to the game uh, and buy tickets, and, and about a few weeks back, and my wife is looking on StubHub, you know, the tech site. And everything was at $80, right, just for the cheap seats. And if I had to speculate, Baylor is really playing this game up as, like, our Texas game, right? You know what I mean? Like, Tex coming to town. It's the first game, like, in 10 years, and and we're going to make super expensive seats. And I I don't think that's going to matter. I think Tech fans are still going to come out. Um, I I think it will be a a very – Chippy game. You know, it's going to be an emotional game. Uh, Baylor's won. If you look at the last time they lost was in November. Then they beat Tech. They won their bowl game. They've won five consecutive games this year. 
uh, folks, they, they've won seven straight games. Uh, so those kids for a while down in Waco have heard how great they are. And this will be a week where they're going to have to prove it. Uh, like you, you can beat up on Rice or UTSA, but um, how's Baylor going to play at home in the first home game with Tech in 10 years? I, I'll be interested to see that. And if Tech can build on uh, really some dang good success, you know, of Oklahoma State, um, I don't know. Those are just some of the thoughts in my head you know, about this game. Yeah. yeah. So you, you look at stats, I mean, for the season, the points per game are pretty close. Take at 32 and Baylor at 38, so less than a touchdown difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Baylor's defense is much, you know, fairly stout, only averaging or allowing 15 points per game. So, so you know, it, um, but you know, truth is they haven't played any major offensive powerhouses. So this will be their first really big test for the season. And uh, yeah, so you know, I, I, we definitely got that to our favor. And and she's you know, side by side, our offense is just, you know, especially. Um, for the season, our, our passing yards are significantly better than them. So, you know, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I think it's going to be, um, you know, definitely, uh, you know, get your popcorn ready because I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in this game. And it seems like there always mm-hmm. is whenever taking Baylor faces off. So, um, mm-hmm. should be a lot of fun. Now, you know, and it should be no- worth noting too, um, John Werner, we, we retweeted this on the Guns Up Twitter. Uh, he said, Baylor's starting left tackle. Uh, suffered a lower body injury in the K-State game, and he is gone. Uh, He'll be out four to six weeks. And you hate to see kids get hurt, but uh, I I mentioned this tweet because before the Tech-OSU game, uh, Chris Level had mentioned that Oklahoma State had lost an offensive lineman um, in the K-State game the previous week, and that caused OSU to kind of shuffle their line some. Baylor had to move their long snapper. Let me see if I can get this right. They moved their long snapper um, to, to to center, and they had to move their starting center to left tackle. Wow! Because they lost their starting left tackle in the K State game. So it's it, it'll be interesting. I, I would bet good money. One of the reasons why Tech D line was so successful is because Oklahoma State couldn't adjust. Like they had to do an offensive line shuffle and. They were exposed. They were lost, right? They didn't know what they were doing, uh, who to block. Um, can Baylor's offensive line, uh, can Tech exploit, you know, Baylor having to shuffle their line around like OSU did? Um, I'm inclined to think, you know, I, I hope so. Um, I think that left tackle side, that's Eli Howard's side. Um, I'd like to see him get a sack or two, you know, on the game Saturday. But um, that's a tweet that came up on the Twitter feed today, worth mentioning. Well, there there was rumor that possibly Michael Brewer wasn't going to play, but I'm just looking at an update here that says that he was cleared um, after yes. taking hard hit. So just about an article yes. that came through about four hours ago. Um, so yeah. looks like looks like that um, that is going to still be a, a really potential problem for us because he's a he's a heck of a quarterback. I hate, I hate that he was a trader went to Baylor instead of following his brother's footsteps, but that's okay. Um, we got some good talent. Our, we got some good talent on our team as well, so that's just fine. So, um, Amen. 
But uh, yeah, I, I there there's another gentleman that, uh, on their team. I call him gentleman, but there's another player on their team that um, didn't he get a targeting penalty? Is going to be out at least for a half next game. Yes. Okay, I'm trying to remember. Who yes, that for was. safety. Yes, it's for, for starting safety. I, I couldn't tell you the name, but that that uh, that came across Rob's Twitter. The guy over at 1340. Um, he Baylor missing a safety. We're missing a linebacker because some you know, really ghost targeting penalty at the end. My personal opinion is Jeffers put his hands up first, right, you know, on the player at the end. But I'm not the ref and I'm not in the game. So Right. And I hated to see that Anderson's out for the year. So yeah. that's a, oh, too bad. Yeah. such a such a strong player, such a big uh big you know, voice for the team and uh just hope a speedy recovery for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, but you know what what do you got what do you got forecasted for the for the game? What's the score y'all think? What do you think, Steve? You know what I was I was actually thinking about that. Uh I'm gonna Use my brain on this one, and I'm going to say Baylor 42, Tech 31. Okay, okay. John? Mm. You know, I'm, I'm inclined you know, to say, and it kind of goes to Steve, you know, Tech might, might have a letdown after a really emotional win last week. Um, but... That said, there's another intangible I think that needs to be brought into play here. Um, not only players missing halves and, and out for the year, uh, but Travis Bruffy made a really pointed comment today you know, in, his, in his press conference. And, and he said that those players remember the Baylor game last year and mm-hmm. what it meant. And that that meant they lost their head coach right, and they had to move on. And Bruffy took it personal. And last week, he kind of made a very vocal statement of, you know, he took responsibility for Tech getting crop dusted by OU, although OU is going to crop dust everybody, right, in my opinion. I agree. Um, and frankly, I, I believe Travis. You know, and uh, I, I think that you know, they're going to go to Baylor. And, and you know, Baylor, maybe, may, maybe they've won seven in a row. Now, maybe Matt Rule is going to be a great, great pick there. Um, but they barely beat Rice. Like, barely scratched by. Like, the final score is 21 to 13. Um, this is going to be, Steve is right, this is going to be their first real test, not just for Tech. Uh, and I know Baylor beat Iowa State, you know, and I know they beat them on the road. Um, but they're playing at home. It's going to be an emotional game. It, it's their. All the pressure is on Baylor to win, and Tech, little Tech, is just going to come in with, you know, players hurt on defense. They're just going to try to keep up, but right with Baylor, and I think Tech pulls off his second consecutive upset. I think they'll beat Baylor. I'm going to go over score. It'll be a close one. Um, I think it'll be 38-34 Tech. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it's going to be a close one too, and it's. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go in Tech's favor. I think that this really helped a lot of confidence for the team that has desperately been needing that. Uh, they finally found themselves in sync and doing the right things. If that same team shows up next week, I think we're going to win. And so I'm going to totally. say I'm going to say um, I'm going to say 45-38. Wow! Wow! So. Tech, okay. tech favor. I hope so. you're all right. I do too. I do too. I'll, I'm going to go ahead and be the homer. I'm good with that. So, 
Well, well you know, and I, I'll tell you this before we wrap up. Um, uh, I, I did like, um, it, it's always a popular conversation of uh, getting after fans who get frustrated about tech or, or any team. Uh, I told a fan this week, I said, look, I said, we're okay with frustration. Frustration is not the problem, right? But it's when those same fans that get frustrated, I can't be bothered, you know, you know, to, you know, to tweet out a congratulations to Tech or be happy, you know, you know, that Tech won, that I had a problem with. And, and what I thought was really cool was all the folks that didn't expect Tech to win, like, they gladly rose their hands on Saturday and said, yeah, somebody tell me if you saw this coming. I didn't. Yeah, right. Right. Other folks said they didn't, and they were glad to say they were wrong. They're like, yeah. "Praise God, you know, Tech won the game." <laughs> yeah. You know, the fans needed, it. we needed it, the players needed it. Um, and look, I didn't know what to expect on Saturday. I didn't get in on the picks last week because I had a, a busy weekend. But I didn't know what was going to happen in that Tech game. I was hoping they played well, but for them to come out of nowhere, I think it's turned everybody's perception around. Um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah. On Saturday, but but if Tech wins, um, special season, we'll see. And Tech's been there before; where they've been four and two, five and two, and then just kind of floundered in the towel late. But but if you beat Baylor, you're two and one in conference, and you're three wins away from your first winning conference record since 2009. Not a bad thing. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. We'll see though. Yeah, that's good, man. I hope, I hope we're hope we're right. Hope hope Steve's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve slash Ryan, I, I feel like a moron. I, I told Ryan, I texted him, I said, apparently he's so great. Like I, I'm confusing his name with with, with other people. So uh, shake it off, Ryan, John. Shake it off. This. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I know it. I know it. <laughs> oh man. So before we wrap up, uh, congratulations to Coach uh, Kingsbury on his first win in the NFL. That was yes. great to see yesterday. Yes, yes, absolutely. You definitely saw yesterday Kyler Murray fitting well into his system. Yeah, so yeah. they're coming along really well too. So congratulations, Coach. We're happy for you. So you know we we got to we got to do it. We got to do it. So you know there's a Joker movie coming out this weekend, and uh, so I have I have a question for y'all. Yes. Uh, what what do you call a beat up Batman? Oh Lord, I have no idea. Um, I have no clue. A bruised Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's funny. Wow, Keith, are you serious? Oh man, that's great. Oh man, wow. Yeah. Hey. Wow! Did you, did you did you find that on the computer? Or did I, you come up with that yourself? I, I, sadly <laughs> enough, somebody else came up with that. You know, uh, I'm just setting the bar low oh, for wow. you guys. I'm just setting the bar low. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can beat that. I'm afraid. Like, that, that one's pretty good. What do you call a big pile of kittens? A big pile of kittens? I have no, I have no idea. idea. A mountain. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. A, a, a blind guy goes to the Passover cedar and someone passes him a piece of, uh, uh, of matzah, right? That, that's, I have no idea what that is. I assume that's like cow poop. Um, anyway, he, he gets a piece of matzah and he runs his fingers over it and loudly exclaims, who wrote this garbage? 
Oh my gosh. Good grief. That's painful. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, I'll probably get in trouble for that later. But. That's all right. Hey, no problem. <laughs> that was a great joke, Ryan. There you go. That helped. <laughs> Good one, Ryan. Wow. Thanks, guys. Thanks hey, we're, for helping we're, me move on. We're just trying to keep you anonymous. That's all. <laughs> We better get out of here before we get in trouble. That's what I'm talking about. So, hey, uh, thank you, everybody, for playing along with the Pick 5 Challenge. It was a tough week last week. We know we're going to rebound. This is going to be our week for everybody to go 5-0. and 0, right. except for We better. Yeah. Darn it, I swear. I, I agree with you. Best of luck to the Tech football team this weekend at Baylor. We hope you have a great game. We are really proud of the performance you all did last weekend, so keep up the great work. Also, congratulations to all of the sports, the Tech women. Soccer still st- strong. Volleyball still strong. Uh, yeah. Really appreciated Bruce Bills coming on and talking about the championship cheer team, the, ch- the stunt team, and the, uh, and the mascots team. We released that this, this morning, uh, Monday morning, and so that was a great show. And hope everybody gets a chance to listen to that. That guy really gives you excitement about tech. He's really, really proud to be part of Texas Tech. And uh, we have a great couple of interviews coming up. Next week, Kurt Langford is going to be talking to us and joining us and giving us a a rundown of all of the homecoming activities that are going to be going on for the uh, Texas Tech-Iowa State game for homecoming. So lots of neat things coming up. Yeah. And we also have an interview that has already been conducted with uh, with another championship team, and I will announce that next week so we can lead up to that. But we're really excited to be bringing some neat organizations on campus to uh, interview with us. And so thanks to all of those who have come on and, and participated with us. Thanks to everybody who has joined us. Our Twitter page is now one whole week old and we're almost to a hundred followers already. Um, and the, the, basically the Twitter handle is at guns up voice, the voice of guns up nation at guns up voice. So please follow us. Um, uh, give us some comments. Remember, pick your pick five challenges too. let us know what, what your picks are for some swag free stuff. Right, John. Yes, sir. Bring it on. Free. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So thanks a lot, Steve. Take us out, my man. Well, hey, great time to be a Red Raider. A lot of a lot of fun stuff going on campus, and you know, we should all be proud as as alumni to to uh, see all the great things that continue to happen at at, at Texas Tech. And uh, so, everybody, thanks for listening to the uh, Guns of Nation podcast. Everybody have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks, Betty. Wreck thanks, guys. Wreck them. Guns up. Thanks for listening to the Guns Up Nation podcast. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the fan page administrators, podcast hosts, and fans, and do not reflect the opinions of Texas Tech University or its affiliates. We are proud to support Texas Tech, its students, alumni, and fans.